This episode of the Home for Anime has been brought to you in part by some of the Home for Anime's newest patrons, Jade and the Chew and Swallow podcast. Thank you all so much, and with that being said... Welcome to the Home for Anime. I am your host, GPC, Great Podcaster Callie. And it's time for another installation in the celebration of Kyoto Animation, also known as Volume 4. So, in today's episode, I figured it was time to cover one of the probably less, but also most, emotionally impactful anime adaptations that Kyoto Animation has done which comes in the form of their adaptation of Air by game developer Key. So Air started off as an adult visual novel, and somehow Kyoto Animation was able to take out the adult part and make something that is confusing, beautiful, confusing, not fun, confusing, heartbreaking. Oh, and did I mention confusing? I hope so, because it's really fucking confusing. The plot of Air is that there's this guy named Yukito, who, based on his mother's wishes, goes from town to town looking for this girl who is supposed to belong to the sky. And from there, he meets Misuzu, who is just one of the most wholesome characters ever. She is just so full of love and light. But she harbors a very, very sad secret. Well, actually, several. And they essentially get really close and things happen. They go on this myriad of adventures. And then the show ends. Yeah. That is... Probably the best and worst way to describe air. Because air, again, is very confusing. And a lot of what goes on is kind of irrelevant. And by that, I mean the first two arcs don't really matter. Yukito and Misuzu... They have this kind of attraction to one another, but at the same time, Yukito, he's trying to make money. He's trying to sustain himself as a traveling performer while also trying to fulfill the mission given to him by his mother, but he finds himself being part of the townspeople's lives, which leads him to being in different scenarios with different townspeople. And there are these two big arcs that happen, and they're very impactful for what they are, but they just don't really matter because the main story revolves around Yukito, Misuzu, and Misuzu's mom. And there's, there's this thing that happens that essentially renders the first two plot lines irrelevant. And 
there are just, God, I cannot stress how confusing this show is. There's, there's this weird thing with time travel, and for some reason there's, there's this crow. The crow really pissed me off. It probably shouldn't have, but the crow pissed me off. When you see it, you will understand why the crow pissed me off. Despite what I'm saying about the first two arcs being irrelevant, and honestly the third arc, which takes up two episodes of a 12-episode run, is also slightly irrelevant, even though it's essential to the plot. It could have been executed much better, and probably done in one episode. I mean, it would have been rushed, but the way that they executed the final arc between Misuzu and her mom and Yukito, it just, it could have used another episode. So this whole 1,000 years in the past thing, I just, I get it. I get why it had to be there, but it just didn't feel right, and it really broke the flow of the show. And honestly, this show is really messy. That's the best way to describe it. This show is very messy. But unfortunately, everything that I'm saying is irrelevant is also essential. And that is because one of the themes that Air really wants to drill into your head, even though it doesn't do it very effectively, is that there's no going back. There's only so much I can say without spoiling the show, but everything, the first three arcs, which consist of arc one, arc two, and arc time travel, also known as arc three, they all contribute to the factor of time and spending time with others. And because of that, when you get to the final arc, you realize that time keeps moving forward. And because time keeps moving forward, obviously we can't go back. And if we can't go back, we have to make the most of the time that we have and the people who we have time with. I think, in my own humble opinion, that's what Air is all about. Now, did it take them six to seven episodes to build up to that point? Maybe eight out of a 12-episode series? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of cool how they did it. Like, I'm very wishy-washy about this series because it's not very well executed but at the same time its messy narrative adds to its charm and because of that because of that messy narrative it's just it's it's a very keen look at life there are so many different opportunities that we have there are so many different choices that we have We can choose to pick someone up from school, or we can choose to help someone find a dog. I mean, these choices 
impact our relationships with others than the time that we wish we had with them. So yeah, I'm a bit torn because I don't feel like it was executed well, but at the same time, that messy narrative, it parallels the messiness of life. Now, if that's what Kyoto Animation was going for, oh my god, they are geniuses. Like, actual geniuses, and I appreciate it. But maybe I'm just reading too much into it, because I really want to find more excuses to like Air. Which I do. Despite everything I'm saying, I really like Air, especially for the final arc. There's another theme that I feel like I might be one of the only people who feels this way. I was doing a lot of research on air, and I didn't see this come up very much. And that was that motherhood is an essential part of all four arcs of air. And it was just really neat to see mothers be humanized. I have this conversation with my mom frequently where she is like, moms get a bad rep. Like we try to do our best with what we have. We try to provide for our families in the best way we can. We get this label placed on us and we're supposed to have this idealized version of who we are to the public. And to our children, to our partners, everybody. But people don't see us for who we are and what we try to do. And if we fail at something, it's made a much bigger deal than it should be. Like, my mom tried really hard to raise me and my siblings. And I really appreciate that. So when I was watching through air, I was like, damn, like, my mom is fucking awesome. Moms are fucking awesome. And they deserve more credit because moms go through a lot. And you see that throughout air. Moms are essential. And I love that air did such a great job. Kyoto Animation did such a good job at portraying that. Alright, that got a little heavy. So, let's get down to one of my favorite aspects of anime in general fashion yeah there's not there's not that much in terms of fashion here the clothing that they wear is practical it's mainly school uniforms business attire and the term in reference to misisu's mom and i mean yukito is the one that stands out really because he wears pants and a long sleeve black shirt in summer. But then he'll complain about it being hot. And I'm just like, bro, I don't know what you expected, but that's how it's going to be whenever you wear long sleeves in summer. Some people can handle it like me, but other people can't. So, you know, you take what you can get. And going hand in hand with the fashion, the character designs are actually, they're pretty good. I really like a majority of them. And I think that, and that through keys 
rather extensive catalog of games. I think that the ones, I think that the character designs from Air really stand out. And I think that it's one of Kyoto Animation's better early works in terms of making everyone distinguishable from one another. So in that respect, it's a really good adaptation that makes every character stand out. Well, every character that matters. Background characters, you don't really see that many of them, but even like no two children look alike in terms of the children that Yukito performs for with his little puppet, which the puppet is also really cute. And there's also a dog that, like, I don't like dogs at all, but that dog was really cute. His name was Potato, and I liked Potato. Another one of my favorite aspects of anime, if you've been following this podcast long enough, you know that I love eyes. And holy shit, the eyes in air are very disturbing. They're huge, like really big eyes, and they look dirty. They look really, really dirty. Kind of like... You know when you clean your glasses, if you wear glasses, or you clean a mirror, and you don't put any soap and water, you don't put any cloth or spray, like window washing spray on it, but instead you spit on the window, you spit on your glasses, and then you wipe them with your shirt. That's kind of what that eyes in air looked like to me and i didn't like that i didn't like that at all so yeah eyes not favorable it's funny that i say all of this because overall i was a mess by the time air ended that final arc and everything that led up to it was honestly so beautiful and emotionally resonant that I couldn't help but cry. And I had to watch the air twice just to get through everything in terms of notes, in terms of thoughts. And I was crying both times that I saw it. It's truly a beautiful anime. Despite every gripe that I have with it, I would recommend that everybody watch air. As for any streaming services that it's on, I'm not sure. I had to buy the DVD. So watch it however you want to watch it, but it's definitely under consideration for one of the better anime of the early to mid-2000s, which there is some pretty stiff competition. Of course, it's not beaten Princess Tutu because nothing ever will in my heart, but it's still really good. And that's really all I have to say about Air. I think... Yeah, everybody, please give it a watch. Just be prepared for a bit of a slog before you just start bawling your eyes out. Which, I think this is Kyoto Animation's first really heavy anime, too. I could be wrong, but I believe this is their first attempt at just gut-punching you. 
So yeah, very impressive first foray into the dramatic. I'll have to give it to him for that. And with that, if you want to follow me, you can do so on Instagram at AnimeAlphaGoat, on Twitter at OurAnimeHome. And if you want to email me recommendations, you can do so at OurAnimeHome at gmail.com. Also, I have a Buy Me a Tea, and I have a Patreon if you're interested in supporting the show. But that's all I got. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to this. And I really hope that you stay tuned for the rest of Volume 4, A Celebration of Kyoto Animation. And with that, I am out.